Hi, this is uh, Jeff Levy, and this is the uh, My Dog Brandy podcast. <clears throat> it's on all the networks, uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, Google. Um, this is sort of a special uh, episode. I usually go and do Facebook Live when I have someone to interview. And this I've decided to go because it's uh, the holiday between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. It's that week. Um, and I, uh, I gave a sermon actually at, uh, uh, the temple I belong to on Sunday, uh, that was pretty well received and it has to do with Brandy. Uh, so I thought I would, I thought I would, uh, I'd give it here, uh, given the timeliness of the holiday. Um, if you're not familiar with the podcast, <clears throat> just briefly, it's about the dog I had while growing up in the Boston area, in Natick. Uh, Brandy was a special dog during a special time and taught me lots of lessons. So uh, the podcast is all about uh, the lessons and the, uh, his adventures. And then I interview some really interesting guests around dogs. Pretty simple. Um, this sermon is, is um, pretty deeply personal. I share some things in there that I haven't shared with a lot of people. Um, and tell the story of how Brandy died and came back to life, and really the power of um, of hope and uh, faith and love uh, to cause a miracle to happen. So um, it's about <clears throat> ten or eleven minutes, and I hope you I hope you enjoy it. Um, so I'm going to start from that perspective of when I began the sermon. Um, good morning. Uh, thank goodness we're starting a new year, 5781. Uh, it couldn't come sooner. Uh, this past year is certainly not one that we wish to repeat. Uh, I can imagine everyone wants to be Jewish right now in the world, if only so that they can end the year a few months earlier. This past year has certainly tested our resolve, determination, and for some, our faith in God. It's been easy for us to lose hope. Um, and what's to come in our ability to meet the continued challenges brought by COVID-19. This insidious disease that was suddenly thrusted on the world has been like one of the plagues, but we as Jews have not been spared this time. Many of us know someone who has been afflicted with this disease. We've lost friends and family, and there seems to be no end in sight, and we don't know what the upcoming year will bring. It's really easy to lose hope and faith. But let me share some scientific facts. There is tremendous progress being made on a vaccine. We need to have faith that once we have it, things will slowly begin to return to normal over time. We must hope that we will finally come out of the darkness. Now, those are all nice thoughts and they can certainly make a nice sermon. And I'm sure they're, be, uh, they're being discussed in shuls around the world. But some of you may be thinking, Jeff, prove to me that having hope and faith can alter events. Show me why I should have hope and faith that we will survive this time in this upheaval of our normal lives. Well, let me do just that. As some of you know, I completed uh, a program called MEA, which is 100 hours of intense Jewish learning a number of years ago from Hebrew University. And then I'm a sort of a big fan of the Talmud. The Mishnah refers to the holiday as the Day of Judgment, <clears throat> Yom Hadin. According to my source on all things Jewish, uh, other than Cantor Landau, uh, it's Wikipedia, 
It says that in the Talmud's tractate on Rosh Hashanah, that the three books of account are opened where the wicked, righteous, and those of intermediate class are recorded. The names of righteous individuals are inscribed into the Book of Life where they are sealed to live. The intermediate class are allowed a respite of 10 days until Yom Kippur to reflect, repent, and become righteous. And the wicked are blotted out of the Book of the Living forever. So if we live a good life, why should we lose hope? Just maybe it's because some good friends and family still don't always get inscribed into the Book of Life. They are no longer with us. <clears throat> this understandably causes us to then lose some of our hope and faith. Let me some, spend some time now talking about hope and faith. What I'm about to share with you is a deeply personal and a true story. I want you to pay uh, really close attention. This story is the biggest reason I was actually accepted into college. And it demonstrates and proves that hope, faith, and love have tremendous power. I'm an only child <clears throat> who grew up in Natick. Unfortunately, my dad developed uh, an extremely serious mental illness around the time I was born. My mom spent a lot of time taking care of him, and my mom and I suffered through a tremendous amount of mental abuse, and I also from some physical abuse. So it's no surprise that my, that my mom became deeply depressed. <clears throat> Fortunately for me, when I was eight years old, I believe God brought into my life and the entire family a special gift <coughs> that, I, excuse me, that I can say saved my life, a dog named Brandy. Now, Brandy was a, a case hound. You can look up information on the breed, but basically they're about 40 pounds, lots of fur, and a big wet tongue. They're essentially walking stomachs. They'll eat you out of house and home. Brandy took care of me, and at night when I often cried from trying to figure out why the yelling and hurt was happening to me, he seemed to make it all better with a lick on my face that wiped away the tears. That's why when I was in high school, I was so devastated when I woke up one, one day in, on a December morning and found that wherever he sat, there were drops of blood. He was 10 years old at the time, so not really a young dog. My dad rushed Brandy to the vet in Natick, where they found he had cysts in his bottom area that were bleeding. My dad went back to work, and the vet called to tell him that, unfortunately, the only way to treat them so they don't come back was to do surgery to castrate Brandy and hope the current ones would heal. But the impression the vet gave my dad was that he was so weak he probably wouldn't survive, and so my dad made the really difficult decision that would be best to put Brandy to sleep. Brandy lived a good life, essentially running the house. He was a true Jewish dog as he loved having freshly made bagels each day. I naturally was uh, totally devastated. I lost my best friend and the one person in the house who gave me unconditional love and affection. What made it worse was I never even got the chance to say goodbye. I grew up in a conservative Jewish household, but I was never all that religious. <clears throat> uh, so this is going to come uh, pretty much out of the blue. But every night I prayed to God to bring him back to me. Now, I know that's not rational and it's totally unrealistic. But somehow in that moment, something happened to me that I had faith and hope. And that's 
normally where this story would end. All of us went through a period of mourning, but life eventually continued to move on. However, each night I still prayed to God that somehow Brandy would be returned to me. Even amongst all the continued abuse in the house, I begged God that my prayers would be answered. Remember, this all happened in December. So it was no surprise. So it was a surprise when one day, a couple of months later, my dad got a call at work from the vet. He said, uh, Mr. Levy, Brandy is here, and we're wondering when you're going to pick him up. I can't say what my dad told him, but it was something like, what the are you talking about? Don't do anything. I'll be right down. My dad probably figured it was some other dog, and so he didn't tell us immediately about the call. But when he got to the vet's office and was brought into the boarding area where he was, Brandy was alive and in a cage. Now, keep in mind, Brandy slept up at my pillow on a comfortable bed. So he looked pretty upset having to live like a caged animal for a couple of months. As it turned out, like a miracle, his cyst had magically closed and he got strong enough to do the surgery. The vet even told my dad that the surgery isn't actually all that difficult or strenuous, and they probably would have survived when we brought him in a few months previously. So none of this had to happen. Nevertheless, the vet performed the surgery, and my dad took him home to us. But how did his cyst close, and how did he survive? Maybe, just maybe, it was the hope and prayers I believe we both did every night. After all, love can transverse time and distance, and I believe dogs can pray. As unbelievable that is to hear, the story doesn't quite end there. So what happened over those two months when he was held hostage? We assume that they simply got busy that day and figured we'll just put Brandy in the boarding area for a few hours and then we'll put him to sleep. After all, the levees will never know. Then they probably forgot about him, thinking that maybe we went away on vacation. It was December after all when this happened. But after a couple months, they probably wondered when we were going to pay the boarding bill and pick him up. But we're pretty sure that's not what happened based on what we then learned. My parents used an interior decorator during this time who also lived in Natick. He happened to have a dog whose name was Brandy as well, but a, a different breed. He even used the same vet as we did. He brought his Brandy into that vet the same day, but for something simple like getting his nails cut. Unfortunately, unexplainably, he was told his Brandy didn't survive. So we believe they put the wrong Brandy to sleep. You decide whether my prayers of hope, faith, and love brought Brandy back to us. I choose to believe it was a miracle that happened that winter, a miracle brought upon through the love and hope between a dog and his, and his boy. In my college essays, I repeated that story about Brainy and talked about the lessons of the power of hope and love, that nothing is impossible with some prayer and God's power. By the way, he ended live, up living another seven years. When it was finally the, his time to go, I was able to be with him this time to say goodbye. That day I held him until I felt his soul leave his body. We had both kissed each other one last time and I whispered that one day I would be with him again. I hadn't planned on it, but those events were a big reason I decided to start a podcast recently dedicated to him. 
It was only through the engage encouragement of my therapist, quite frankly, that I've been able to face those events as a child and the shame it caused. In it, I tell the lessons on life Brandy taught me, including that nothing is impossible if you have enough hope and faith that a bigger power, God, will provide what's needed for you. The podcast is sort of a love letter to him. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google, and Spotify by searching for My Dog Brandy. As a friend told me recently, Rosh Hashanah is like a spring cleaning of the soul. It's an opportunity to let go of the baggage we've been carrying all year, the thoughts and feelings which are holding us back. Just as God forgives us of our sins, so much each of us must forgive ourselves for mistakes and regrets from the past year. We can't let fear stop us from living and being the person we were meant to be. A media executive gave me a piece of advice. Hell is going to heaven and meeting the person you could have become. Don't let that tragedy happen to you. The experts from the scientific community believe that we will finally get past this scourge in 2021. The estimate is that this year, early next, we will have a successful vaccine. But in the meantime, they are preparing us for some bumps in the road and a possible increase in cases over the winter. Our faith and hope are going to get tested, but it is that hope and faith that will get us through it. Just grab uh, the last page. <clears throat> it is a new year, and with it brings a new beginning to start fresh. Don't ever doubt their power to change the course of your life. It changed mine a long time ago with my dog, Brandy. And don't ever doubt that we will return to the good times once more again. I wish that you, your family, friends, and pets are all inscribed into the book of life. L'Shana Tova. That's the, uh, <clears throat> that's the sermon I gave. Um, I hope you enjoyed it and it's meaningful. I mentioned that story. My actual, my dad tells that story in one of the other episodes. So um, I, I hope you watch it again. The podcast is called my dog Brandy. Um, it's on Apple, Spotify, Google, you know, you can look it up. It's on all of them. Um, and um as I always say, I hope uh, you've enjoyed it. And, you know, next time, don't forget to grab a cup of coffee and iced tea and uh, make sure you get your favorite friend a uh, fresh bowl of, uh, of water. So until next time, uh, thanks. Bye.